This week's episode of Here's Don't Get is brought to you in part by Memorial Day. Memorial Day. It's the, all those all those people that like fought and died for our country to make sure we could live in freedom. Fuck them. They don't fucking matter. What this day is really about is about barbecues and mattress sales and sales at all the fucking corporate places. You should be spending money. What better way to honor the dead than by just fucking blowing every dollar that's ever come into your pocket on stupid shit that you absolutely don't need? Memorial Day. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only intercontinental podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the longest consecutively running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network and the longest running YouTube show on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network that's still allowed on YouTube. I'm your host, Ted Burton. With me today from the great red state of North Carolina, it's Uncle Buck. Yeah. Hello. How's it going, buddy? I am actually in a good mood. I'm having a good time. Uh, in honor of um, grilling out, I'm wearing the season two hat. Yeah. Uh, so uh, for anyone who's not watching the video, get the video. Um, how are you? But like, I'm I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm in a good mood. Uh, I'm not overly angry, but I'm just angry enough. Yeah. 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 So, I'm uh, uh, I'm pretty much I'm pretty worn out. I was telling you before we hit record, this is my first day off since May 14th. It's just been like nonstop. And this week I committed over committed myself way too bad. So I did a bunch of show. I did 40 hours at my regular job, stripping the theater for this um, renovation that's starting that started on Monday. And then I had spent 40 hours at another theater doing this dance competition the last two, three days. And uh, that was fucking brutal. That was holy shit. That was brutal. But uh, it wasn't a lot of work. It was just like you had to be there. So I was present yeah. and accounted for. But uh, what really annoys me is that it's Memorial Day this week. This isn't even like a do don't get. This is just a pre-show. Uh, it's Memorial Day this week. And everybody's talking about how uh, veterans only get two days. Or, and then fucking Pride Month gets a whole month because that starts in fucking two days. Get out your get out the rainbow flag. Here's our get logo. We gotta represent ourselves for Pride Month. Every fucking corporation on the face of the planet needs to let you know that you're accepted and inclusified, because apparently you still don't know that you can be gay in the year 2023. But what really drives me nuts is like Memorial Day is supposed to be this day of prayer and and like rest, and you're supposed to reflect on the things that came before us. And we've absolutely given up that in favor of a corporatized version of it, which is like, Oh, get out to the weekend only Memorial day sale at Mathis brothers, get a new sofa, get a new mattress, get a new grill, get a new, this, get a new, that go out and fucking party. And you know, you don't shoot off fireworks like 4th of July, but it's the start of the summer season. So, you know, head out to the beach, get like your first weekend at your beach house. And I'm just, I'm just so fucking tired of everything in the world needing to be at the service of corporations and we can't have I mean this is my fundamental problem with what Christmas is is that Christmas is this holiday that's supposedly religious that's just been like morphed and transformed by demons into a horrible consumerist holiday and they're, they've done they've done it to all the holidays basically like Memorial Day is about nothing yeah oh oh I, let me I, I'm, a, I'm the corporate social media manager before I leave for my three day weekend on Friday at one in the afternoon let me program my Memorial Day um post to go up, which is just a generic photo of an American flag and a little short text about how we thank all the service members who fought for this country. 
And then they go off and fucking drink themselves to death for an entire weekend. And uh, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't actually, those, those people don't mean it. They don't, it doesn't mean anything to anyone. Um, it's just, it's just a thing that they do because that's what they expect you to do. Like the fucking Google doodle. It just needs to be there. We, we have to put out our Memorial day, uh, social media post. Otherwise people will think we hate America. It's like, well, you kind of do hate America because every other day of the year, when you're not, when you're not going like, you're not jerking yourself off silly about how much you love the troops. You're doing absolutely everything you can to fundamentally ruin our country. So get fucked to death. Every fucking one of you. Go fucking stay home for a day and think about think about what you owe the people that died before you. And think about what you will do when fucking the Civil War breaks out and we come into your homes, you sons of bitches. Speaking of being American, this week's episode of Here's What I Get is brought to you by Focusrite. They're definitely the response. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I, I'm, so, I do I'm so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I I do want to say uh, at the top of the show I'm I want to say a big thank you to the listeners. Um, this is not a bit. This is not a gag. Uh, so I've been on the show and I was we and I were talking about this right before we hit record. I've been on the show back for about what about a year ish. Ten ten months. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, there's something I've been wanting to do since I bought my very first interface, which is a Scarlet 18 i 20. I bought it. I've, I've done all the podcast recording with it. I have the box here just for. Just for for shits and giggles, uh, but I I uh, for recording music like it's got eight inputs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for recording drums, you you can get away with eight inputs, but uh, if you want to you want your drums to sound nice and dynamic, you tend to have more microphones around to get both sides of certain things, you know. So eight inputs ends up not really being enough. So I really for years, probably like since twenty fourteen, I've wanted to buy the little adapter or the little expansion for my interface which is called the octopre uh octo meaning eight eight more inputs and but they're expensive prohibitively expensive at least for me Uh, i'm I'm perennially broke and uh but i when i when i came back on the show i got this i hatched this plan that i was going to put back my little bit of money from the patreon i got every month and just save it up and save it up until i could afford one big ticket item and uh I just want to say thank you to the listeners. It finally happened. Christmas came this week, and uh, I, I finally have my Octopri. I sent Tab. I sent you a picture. I don't know if you can bring that on the stream or not. Okay. Uh, I no, I can't because uh, I shut down Signal and I restarted my computer because I had to update before I started the show. That's fine, but um, maybe I'll post it in the Discord or something. But I, I finally have all sixteen inputs. Uh, so my band Over Mortal now has. Uh, plans for recording uh, a, a nicer sounding EP with real drums and <clears throat> it's I'm, I'm excited and I just want to say thank you to the listeners for that there it is right there you can see on the top there the regular interface that I've been using for years and years underneath the laptop and then below that all those extra inputs um, and prior to hitting record the microphone was actually plugged into that extra interface just just because but it turns out Tad couldn't hear that one so um, that's my podcasting setup by the way so uh, I just want to say on, thank you. I, I like the, that it's on the the uh, TV tray. That's yeah. Well, a, I have to move it out of the way. Uncle Buck fashion. Well, I have to be able to move it out of the way for band practice. Yeah. And I could, in in years past, I would have sat at my desk over there to do a podcast, but the, then the back of the room would just be kind of boring that way. And I like this backdrop a lot more. So yeah. Uh, I think I'm getting of, a new desk for my basement. 
and going to get rid of the two desks I'm using now. I might try and do that this week before Tim gets here. Oh, by, oh, by the way, not next week's episode, but the week after, Tim will be live in studio in the city of St. Louis. That's awesome. Yeah, looking forward to it. That's very awesome. So anyway, that's that's my thank you to the listeners. Uh, it's been It's been a great wish of mine to have this, and now I have it, and I don't know what to do now. I guess I'm going to kill myself. Now that I've That's accomplished my no dream. only thing you can do. Yeah. I've yeah. done every, what, what else is there? Bang. <laughs> I did a, I did a jazz show a couple months ago and, uh, there was this drum, this, the drummer had like a little jazz combo kit, right? So it was like a kick, a rack tom, a floor tom, snare, and a couple of cymbals, two cymbals basically, and his hi hat. And so he comes in and I'm setting up all my mics and he's like, we can get all this with, uh, with just two overheads. Right. And I said, maybe. <laughs> And I Mike, I I put a top and bottom on a snare. He had his kick. I didn't have a mic inside his kick because I didn't have one of those. Uh, I had both toms individually mic'd and all the cymbals individually mic'd. Sounded fucking great. I was micing that kit not for the show, but just for my own entertainment because I wanted to mix the show really well. Um, so I thought that was. I, I understand what you mean when you're like, I wish I had more more than eight inputs for drums because yeah, you absolutely want as many as you can get. Like you know, most most kits have like um, one on the snare. If you have one on each tom, which is in my case three, Russ has three toms over there. One on the kick, um, maybe one on the hi hat if you're into that kind of thing. Which usually you don't need that, and then at least two overheads. And I can yeah. do that on my old interface, but then like you miss some of the nuance of the snare. You either have to you know pick one the top or the bottom, and I would prefer to have both. And uh, even with a ported kick head, like you get either the the kick the, the 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 whole side or the batter side and i want both and so we're going to do that and we're going to set up like eight room mics because fuck you uh, i want to capture all the weirdness of this room because why wouldn't i i, I want to get rid of the room as much as possible whenever i record normally we do but um i don't know i saw there's a real thick carpet in this room but the walls just like bounce bounce sound everywhere i might put up some blankets or something God, i got a fucking email about a musical that's in my theater in the fall theoretically and they were like yeah so we can put the we can put the band all the way against the back wall and then behind the rp screen that'll be fine right and i was like well uh then you no. hear the wall yeah i was like you'd be really a lot better off if you hung some curtains off of that pipe that's up there so that they're, they're not directly against a back wall and also my rp screen doesn't move and then he sends me back this, which I don't know where he fucking got it, but he he got the new line set schedule that's being, that's the part of the um, renovation. He's like, they don't show an RP screen on this, uh, on this line set schedule. So I assumed that it could move anywhere at once. And I was like, ah, uh, well, you know, you should really, I don't know how you got that because you're not fucking part of the renovation. So you shouldn't be getting renovation materials. And number two, uh, it is on that. They just called it a psych, not an RP screen. So if you could kindly go fuck yourself. And yeah. then finally, another person who's been there a lot longer than I, it's on the design team that's been working in that theater a lot longer than I have. He comes in and goes, yeah, that RP screen has been in the same spot for the last 12 years since they hung it. Like they, they hung it up 12 years ago and it has not fucking moved. And I was like, yeah, because it's a, it's impossible. It would be, it would be a day. It would be a day both directions, and we don't have a day both directions. Yeah, we don't. We don't do things like that for no reason. So just you don't. Your idea doesn't work. Yeah. Please, please feel free to go fuck yourself. Yeah, I agree. Sincerely. So that's my thank you. 
Well, yeah. Thank you to the fans for getting Buck's uh, system upgraded. And we'll I've, we'll thank you again. You know, that's what Memorial Day should really be about. It should be about the Here's I Don't Get fans, the unsung heroes of the internet. The fans who allow me to live out fantasies that I couldn't afford, like like affording things and having not broke. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. Um, I just... I, I, even at, so, Aunt Buck. Normally, when I have am jonesing for some sort of new piece of gear, like she's not she's not negative, but I can tell when she's not excited about me. Like, like how much is that going to cost? Like, oh, about four hundred dollars. But it's like she saw the level of giddy and excited I was whenever you sent me that last the, the last couple of months payment, and I was like, <gasps> and then I found it on eBay. And here's the other thing: I thought I was getting a used one, and yeah. it was listed used, and it was fucking brand spanking new in the box. Oh, nice. Like, I was like, I think oh. they legally have to, they like legally have to say that it's, it's used even if it's, even if it's sealed and has never actually been used. Well, so new they're like 600 bucks and I got this one for just over four and I was like, Oh, and I was like, man, I'm afraid the cables aren't going to come with it or I'm afraid it's going to come all beat up or no, it was brand new in the box. I was like yeah. a kid at Christmas and Ann Buck was genuinely excited to see me like that. She's like, oh my gosh, you're like so happy about this. I was like, yes, I wanted this in 2014. It, it comes in, you open up the box and the top of it has just been like slammed in with a sledgehammer. Just one good sledgehammer blow where you can see the ring of the, the head of yeah. the hammer and it's like lightly used. <laughs> Or you, you, Can just, I, you pick it up and you shake it and it rattles. Yeah. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run upstairs because I got something very special off of uh, off of eBay this week as well. So I haven't wanted this as like for ten years, like as you have with the uh, the interface that you have. But since I discovered of his of its existence, I wanted one, and I finally finally found one for a more reasonable price than the first one that I saw, and that is the Rhinestone soundtrack on eight track cassette on eight track nice do you even have an eight track player no are you are you planning on getting one or is that just a showpiece no this is just a showpiece okay. the first one the first one that i found was like 350 dollars. holy shit uh, well no sorry it was 350 dollars the last time it got posted it started at 400 and it like like would go down ten dollars every time that guy posted, and it's like no one's fucking buying the Rhinestone soundtrack for four hundred dollars. I'm the only customer of the eight track Rhinestone soundtrack. Th- that's it. So this one finally popped up, and it was like twenty five dollars or something plus some shipping. So <laughs> tell that guy to go fuck himself all the way in the butt. <laughs> yeah, it, it popped up. I was because uh, I'll I'll go search Rhinestone on eBay probably once a week or once every other week. And I'm scrolling, 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 like Ryan, a track, 25, $24. Click, click, buy now, log into PayPal, pay shipping address done. All right. There needs to be like a buy faster button when you find something like that. Like there's buy now. There's like, no, no like, 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 I don't, like yank them out of their chair right now. Like click. Yeah. Like uh, what? There, I'll pay an additional fee for you to get off your ass and head to the post office right this moment. I don't care. It's 1130 at night. I'll pay like the like a like a drug mule to bring it straight to my mm-hmm. house. Like, yeah, I want, this, uh, thing, I want this thing ten minutes from now. Like, t- I want it, I want it immediately. I want it all. It's it's in it's in pretty good condition. I have I want to I want to buy some of those like you know the the cheap they look like shelves but they're you know you just hang them up with nails. I want to mm-hmm. buy a bunch of those and put up a wall that's like 
Rhinestone on DVD, Rhinestone on VHS, Rhinestone on Betamax, Rhinestone on CED, Rhinestone on Laserdisc, Rhinestone soundtrack on CD, on cassette, on 8-track, on record, and then with the poster in the middle. See, I would think you would want like a uh, a movie rental shelf. Mm, with them all lined up. Yeah. Like all of your... Like all of your copies of Rhinestone just lined up with empty boxes behind them. Like you just have so many in stock. I did. When I went and saw Tony in Philadelphia, I gave him a Rhinestone tape to put on his set. So. Did he? Uh, uh, yeah, it was. it's in the episode we recorded. I don't know if that episode will ever come out. I, I did say some, use a lot of racial slurs. <laughs> well, such as things are. Yeah. Anyway. Well, are you ready to jump into some issues? Let's do it, man. Who's going first? You're going first. All right. Well, here's what I don't get. (laughs) Poorly timed relief. So you guys, I I like that I filter all of my life's comings and goings through the signal chat uh, as opposed to anywhere else. You guys have become my inner circle of things that piss me off or things that bring me joy. You remember, I guess it was a week, maybe two weeks ago, I mentioned that I had started getting more uh, wrong number calls. Yeah. And for the listeners, so how, how long ago was it? December or something? Someone called me thinking I was somebody else and said I was unprofessional. Yes. And all, so one day out of the blue, out of the clear blue sky, I started getting text messages and phone calls to the tunes of like 10 per hour each for some dude named Jonathan uh, from financial institutes. Hey, uh, this is uh, like, I'd let him go to voicemail sometimes. I wonder if the first couple I picked up, like what's going on here? Like, Hey, Jonathan, this is uh this is shake Blakely with uh, financial toilet bowl finances. And we are, uh, we're calling, t- we're calling you back about your application. You filled out. I was like, wrong number. I'm, I'm not Jonathan. I'm mm-hmm. uncle Buck. So I would, and then I'd say, oh, well, thank you very much. And then I'd get like another call immediately from, hi, this is Shelly <laughs> Belly with uh, not Toilet Bowl Financial. And uh, we're, is this Jonathan? Like, no, I'm not, I'm not Jonathan. And then I get four or five text messages. Uh, you've been added to this list because blah, 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 Jonathan. Hi, Jonathan. We've been trying to reach you. About I'm like, motherfucker, I'm not Jonathan. So, uh, and it, it started getting on my nerves to the point, to the point that, um, I just started answering the phone. I'm not Jonathan. And then it was start, and then it slowly began to grow from there. Like I'm not Jonathan. Also fire your data broker. Right. Yeah. Like, like whatever, like I would start going these longer and longer rants before the moment of inspiration hit me. And I was like, why am I not setting up my phone? And it was always, of course, as always, I'm on third shift right now. It was always like right after I laid down, so they start at like 8 a.m. and they yeah. go for like till two or even later sometimes. So they're ruining my sleep and I'm not going to turn my phone off in case like Aunt Buck has an emergency or something. So I'm, I'm set getting, up do not disturb on your phone. Yeah, but that requires effort and I don't have any left. Mm. So um, finally inspiration struck and I was like, why am I not coming home, hooking my phone up to my laptop, to my interface and just like recording because you've done that in the past like you you've recorded calls and yeah. things i was like man this would just be great and then just and absolutely just start fucking with people uh i would have like some sort of a stinger set up 
some sort of a radio music stinger. I would uh, have a laugh track at the push of a button. Be like, well, now back to the phone lines. Caller, you're on the air. And then just wait and see what they had to say. Hi, Jonathan. Uh, No, caller, you've reached the gay butt sex hour. Thank you for calling our line. So go ahead with your gay butt sex story. (laughs) And just like really see or or whatever cockamamie thing came up the time and just really see what happened. And unfortunately, and you even gave me an app to download on my phone that would record. Yeah, uh, both sides. Which, by the way, didn't work. Mm. Uh, So anyway, but just as I was getting set up for this, the calls stopped. Like literally, when you sent me that link for that app, I never got another call. Of course not. Yeah, the, 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 the relief came, but it was poorly timed. I just, man, if I had just thought earlier in my frustration that this would be great for content and I could, you know, I get all my dongles together and all my bullshit like I used to have doing the show. You know, I used to have like soundboards and all this stuff. We could do whatever, whatever. If I had just thought like 24 hours ahead of time, I could, I could make this funny. Yeah. But I didn't. It's like, and then, uh, then it's the, like when the, you get off a ride, but you're already late. Yeah. Uh, or when you got uh, 10,000 spoons, but all you need all is a knife. All you need is a knife. Yeah. yeah. I know that song too. <laughs> I was a teenager in the nineties. <laughs> trying uh, that shit on me. Uh, I, the, I hate when you like finally solve a problem. You get like, it's not that you solved the problem. It's that you've finally turned your, your mental like faculties away from, I'm going to solve this problem to, I'm just going to turn this into something of my, for my own entertainment. And just like that quick turnaround. And then they, and then it's, it either fixes itself or it stops happening. Like I had a really good time yelling at telemarketers, telling them to kill themselves and everything. But then they like went into the system and they put a note in my number, I guess that was like, this guy just fucks with us rather than delete the number from the call list. They would still call, but I would answer, I would be ready to fuck with them. And then they would just hang up the phone. And so it lost all its funness while still wasting my time. Yeah. And that was why I ended up switching over to that robo killer app that just does it for me. Like, it, and it has these answer bots that will fuck with them for you, but like none of them ever work because they just hang up the phone. So it's really just a, a call blocking thing. And like, I'll go into my phone and it'll just be like, you missed 30 calls today. And they're, you know, they were all scam calls that weren't actually a people. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I do have one, one modicum of hope though. Yeah. Uh, and I've had this idea for this issue on the burner for a couple of days now, this morning I got a text message for Jonathan. Yeah. And I was like, the day may come again. So we'll see, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Maybe tomorrow morning I get home and I slap together some sort of recording apparatus so that I can, uh, I, I, and I just, I need ideas. The gay butt sex hours is a fun one, but I yeah. really need something even worse. Like, Oh, I just, I just tell him the person's dead. Like I remember, um, this is a long time ago. This is like when I was in high school, and I had oh, just wait, got- wait, wait, wait. Pretend to be an officer. Yeah. Uh, this is Officer Buck with the uh, Statesville Police Department. How do you know the deceased? Yeah. Where were you on the night of? Uh- <laughs> the the that's a that's a Tom Mabe one. Yeah. The uh, I was in high school. I had just gotten my phone number, and I kept getting phone calls for this guy John. And I was like, Hey, is John there? And I'd be like, No, there's no one named John. Oh, sorry. and then it would hang up. And it always sounded like an inebriated guy. 
And so finally one day I'd had enough and the guy calls and I go, I go, John died. And, and then I had the conversation with this guy about, and he was like, Oh, I'm not sorry to hear that. I had, you know, how'd he die? And I'm just making everything up as I go. And then he never called again. And I can only imagine that he didn't know John very well because you would think he would run into someone out at the store or like a friend like, do your John died? And they go, what are you talking about? You fucking idiot. <laughs> well, but you wouldn't hear, you wouldn't hear about that one. You wouldn't hear about, well, I wouldn't hear about it, but I would assume that then he would start calling again. Maybe. I don't know. Like, yeah. or maybe he's like got the, got the, got the hint. Unless you got him like good and like inebriated again and he called back to cuss you out. And then like now it's now it's fun. Yeah. Now we're going to have fun because now now you can be whatever. Add like act like an angry gay lover and accuse the caller of being the other man. That's fucking funny. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, I told you to stay away from me, girl. Yeah, it's like um, the, the other side of poorly timed leaf is when. You know, someone comes to like when you're in a work situation and someone comes to give you a break, but it's like, you know, 45 minutes before your shift ends anyway. So you're like, well, yeah, I guess I could take a 15 minute break and then come back here for half an hour. Or I could just fucking push through the next 45 minutes and not fucking talk to any of you. Yeah. Please just leave me alone. There was a situation at my job that used to happen a lot uh, where poorly timed relief was definitely a big factor. Yeah. Um, when I was running the palletizer machine on the forklift, sometimes those pallets on the outfeed would fall over. And that's like mm-hmm. 40 bags at 50 pounds a pop that you have to restack. And it's, you know, you, it takes a little while and you're and it's heavy work. And so you're down there sweating and it's usually the job of the packers to kind of, when they notice your lines down, come and help you, help you get the things back going again. Sometimes you got to take a busted pallet out or whatever. Sometimes there's a mess to clean up. Sometimes you got to fix equipment. And so they're supposed to go down there and like lend a hand to kind of get things going a little quicker. But what I noticed was they always showed up after I was done restacking the pallet by myself after my lower back was already aching. And I'd have to do this three or four times a day. And so finally I started noticing that the little motherfuckers would one in particular, Marcus would come uh, like peek around the corner to see if I was done down stacking the pallet or not. And when I was done, he'd finally pop his head around. Oh, sorry, bud. I see you're already done. Like you motherfucker, you. Anyway, yeah, so. that's that's a that's a definitely one that happens. The when they show up, someone shows up, and there's like kind of especially when they were supposed to be there. It's like, oh yeah, I'll yeah. come help you guys do this thing. And then in the last, you know, five minutes, then they show up and they just kind of derail the whole thing. It's like, yeah, why don't you just fuck off? Why don't you just go back to where you were? Uh, people dodging doing their job really pissed me off. Yeah, there's a lot of that where I work. Yeah, there's a lot of that oh, where I'm everyone sorry, works. You're, I'm, I'm sorry, I missed it. I was I was down there uh, cleaning up a mess by my by my thing, and I'm sorry I missed yours. Well, at least we're back up and running now. And uh-huh. immediately it would happen again. <laughs> just and the, man, that's there's a lot of reasons why I hated that job. Like just you know, you guys need radios. That way you could just be like, we have radios. Uh, oh, they just ignore them. My dad used to have this um, this saying about this particular friend of his, and it, I found there's a lot of people that it rings true about. He would say about this one guy, you couldn't hang enough cell phones and radios and pagers on that guy to get a hold of him, yeah. and he doesn't want to be gotten a hold of. Yeah. Like, uh, there's there's certain people you'd be like, hey, uh, I've already said Marcus. Hey, Marcus, uh, can you come give me a hand? Fucking silence. Absolute dead silence. How about you, Marcus? How about you, Marcus? Hey Marcus, anybody anybody got eyes on Marcus? Marcus, what's your twenty? 
which means what's your location? Yeah. Walk down there. Fucking ghost. He's gone. He saw me coming a mile away. He's hid somewhere. Uh, and he's not the only one that does this. Yeah, After we used to work with this guy, Pockets, who I've talked about on the show before, that was like the ma- – he, he's the master. I've never met anyone so adept at not working. Yeah. Like to, to the point where <laughs> like – I've definitely fu- I've done I've definitely had my fair share of fuck off days at work. Like I work in theater. I, there's a lot of like this fucking weekend. I was doing this dance show. I came in. My call was six a.m. on Saturday. By seven thirty, we've set the one lighting look for the day, and it's like, all right, we're gonna take the house lights out at the top of the show, and then they're just gonna like sit at a low glow for the rest of the day. That was seven eight a.m. that I took the house lights down. I didn't turn them back on until almost ten. At night. That's and a long I didn't, day. Yeah, I didn't have any fucking supervision. So I, f- I fucking fell asleep in the light booth. And then when I woke up, I was like, what time is it? It's only 10 a.m. They're still going. All right. Well, let me go uh, do. Let me read. I read. I ate. I watched some YouTube videos. Like, I just fucked off all day. I was just on the clock. But at a certain point, you kind of get bored of fucking off all day. And this guy never never did. He never did. He never made, He never even did work as like just something to pass the time while he was stuck there. It's like, ah, I don't need to, I don't need to work today. Yeah. I mean, you, you bring up a good point. There does come a point where like you get bored enough that you like find something to do. Mm-hmm. That's, that's accidentally productive. And there are some people who will go out of their way to avoid doing even that. Yeah. Their, their brains are like not made correctly to, to help thy fellow man, I guess. Yeah. So that's that issue. Uh, well, that's a, that's a good issue. And we're kind of changing up the format this week because we're doing some extra issues. So here's what I don't get. Enlisting in 2023. So one of the other events I did this weekend was, or this not this weekend, this week was a, no, I did a, uh, it was an Air Force band performance at this theater that I don't work at. It's not my normal one. It's a, so I went and did it as as the lighting guy, which again there was nothing to do. And uh, but the, like halfway through the show, they just stop it to do this whole enlistment pitch thing. <laughs> Their sermon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it the 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 show was way too long for what it was. And they oh the other thing that was obnoxious about it was about halfway through they like did an, a salute to women so they like played the theme from Captain Marvel and they played like the march of the women marines and all these other stupid women focused songs and i was like who fucking cares you're supposed to be in a fighting force and you people are playing musical instruments in the gayest air force outfits i've ever seen like the their their uniforms instead of being the normal like you know normal single breasted suit with the their, the logos and the stripes on their arms and that kind of shit. Instead of that, they were wearing like blue tuxedo jackets that were just covered in medals, just covered in medals, little because service ribbon that, medals. Yeah. yeah. And, and at post show, I heard one of the musicians talking to some audience member and talking about what the medals were and the medals were like, <laughs> 
years of service and where they had played in this Air Force band. And I just thought of that meme, you know, the, it's, it's uh, the picture of Eisenhower and the picture of one of the generals in Iraq. And it's like won a war, lost a war, and, and Eisenhower has three ribbons. And then the modern guy is just fucking covered in shit. And I was like, I want that meme, except it's Eisenhower won a war and a picture of one of these people with all their ribbons. And it just says, plays clarinet real good. But he stops the show in the middle of the fucking show to give us this enlistment uh, spiel. And he's like, there's a $40,000 enlistment bonus for certain things. And I was like, 40 grand? You're going to pay someone a teacher's salary just for fucking showing up and being like, hey, I'd like to give you four years of my life and possibly die. Yeah, that's that. Well, that's the thing. Like, that might be the only 40000 they ever pay you. Well, that so. that is true. But it's also like it shows a true level of desperation, which I think is just great because the military has become a fucking joke. Yeah. Like they're, they've, they've brought in, they have all of these fucking generals who have no idea what they're doing. They're, they're not leaders. They're politicians. And they're, so they're, they're not going to be any fucking help when the fighting actually happens. And then number two on that is that we're really, we are really moving towards a, another cultural Vietnam where the left does not respect or value military members because they look down upon them as uneducated uh, rural rednecks who just want to go kill people. Like that's what they think the military is. That's the rhetoric that is what that spreads on, on the internet. That's why they're, they're totally fine with having pride last a month and women's history month and black and just like fucking nonstop months for this and that. But then it's just like, Oh yeah. Uh, you guys have your little uh, weekend, which that's actually your weekend is uh Memorial day weekend is just the start of summer. And we're going to have a bunch of sales and then veterans day we'll do some sales, but it's also on, it's on uh, one day and it'll just be a bank holiday. Like schools aren't going to be out. Everything's going to go about as normal. There'll just be a little thing down there in the calendar that says veterans day, go fuck yourself. And so I cannot imagine enlisting in the army or in the, in any military service branch in the, the year 2023, no matter how much money they fucking throw at you, because you're not going to be appreciated. You're probably going to go fight a fucking war for global homo. We got fucking world war three looming on, on the surface. And chances are, you're going to be put underneath some diversity hire, uh, platoon commander who has no fucking idea how, how leadership works and just demands the world out of you and coddles the people around you. Like, they're trying to unify the physical fitness test because we can't admit that men and women are different. And so they're, they're creating a fitness test that has to be low enough for women to get it. So that means that fucking fat, out of shape, useless men like myself can just go join too. And then, and then that service is nobody. You have a military that can fight for no one. And especially, especially like we're coming out of where we came out of, just came out of 20 years in Afghanistan and we gained nothing. We lost 2,000 soldiers in Afghanistan to defeat the Taliban, only to give the country back to them and flee with our tails between our legs and leave <laughs> piles and piles of munitions and vehicles and other things. Like, is that a group you want to join? A bunch of fuck-ups like that? Well, here's... Well, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting in on that one. Uh, I'll get... Man... This YouTube channel, we will no longer be the longest YouTube channel on the CU Next Tuesday Network if I start in on that one because I will get Worth it. The, the thing is, like, when 
even if you don't think of it as a military structure and you think of it as like a social group, would you want to join a social group that's made up of a bunch of fucking losers? Like, no. it, it, you, you know, you have, you have church groups and stuff. <clears throat> would you go join a church group if they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're a church group. We love Jesus. But um, we also kind of think that like Allah is pretty okay. And we do some of those teachings of Allah. And also, you know, we, we really respect the Torah and we're going to, we, we don't believe that the divorce is bad and the 10 commandments are kind of flawed. And like, they just kind of undercut everything that they supposedly believe oh, in order to get as many people church? to, yeah. In order to get as many people to join their group as possible, like that's where the military is in the year twenty twenty three. Yeah, th- yeah, that that church group already exists where they have the the queer lesbian pastors and stuff. Yeah, um, those that so that's yeah, and no, I don't, I don't, I don't want anything to do with that. And um, again, let's just not lose our YouTube channel. Uh, I'm I'm losing it. I'm on a, I'm trying to power, I'm trying to speed run getting banned from Twitter again. I've been really laying into people, been calling a lot of people retards, calling a lot of people faggots. Um, give me the password. I'll have us banned in about 20 minutes. <laughs> the, I actually, I tried to sign in on my computer today. I have no idea what I made the password. So I only have it on my phone. I can give you some tweets. Yes. Go ahead. I can, I can give me. you I'll some very you. incendiary tweets that will get us banned. So the, the other, you know, going back to the, like the divide between liberals and conservatives as far as far as the value of military service, as as our culture has, has gone more liberal and we have more liberalism in higher options, like the whole lie of the military is that, oh, you'll get on the job training, you, you'll be able to pivot into um, a real world job. And in some in some specific things that's true like yeah you if you go become learn to be a welder in the navy you can leave and go become uh a welder not in the navy absolutely uh the other thing that that you get when you have that lie though is that like oh yeah you could be a communications specialist and you can go get a job in like telecommunications but the thing is so many employers don't value military service as a legitimate uh, experience that that can be pivoted into a real world thing. So when they look at your thing and they say it says doesn't show that you have a BA in communications or a, a BS or B whatever it is fucking. No, it's definitely BS. Yeah, a BS in communications from some university, but instead you spent you know six years in the military working in communications. They're like, mm, I'd rather hire this diversity hire woman who just got out of college and kind of has a chip on her shoulder about how we owe her everything instead so, of this guy who can actually do it. What if those are one and the same? Someone who went to the military. military. And they're also a diversity hire and they're also a gigantic fuck. Listen, I have to be very cautious about things I say about work, but let's just say I there's personal anecdotal experience that I'll talk to you about off camera where um, somebody who with uh, that came from the military and brought their military experience was also a diversity hire and was also a gigantic flaming fuck up and uh, has caused a lot of issues and everyone hates this person. And maybe I personally have gone out of my way to make this person's life a living hell once or twice, just, <laughs> just for fun. Um, and uh, this person is now uh, making last I heard rumors uh, trying to fail upwards into a different position to get away from the mess they've created. Amazing. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So like the there's really there's nothing to offer you other than the chance at death. And so why why do it? Why I mean, there is the and, chance of death. And that's why the numbers are so low. And they're like, they have ads on fucking, like there's this ad on Instagram that popped up and it was some service woman standing there, you know, in the, in the army thing in like a, a dorm room, it looked like. And they're, they're answering questions from real people. It's like, can you join the army with tattoos? It's like, what? of course you can fucking join. And then she explains that like, yeah, you're allowed to have tattoos. They just can't be visible and just blah, 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 blah. And, and, and I commented on that cause which I, I rarely comment on Instagram, but I was just like, Oh, you mean I can still have tattoos and go fight and die for global homo across the, the planet in some shithole country where no one fucking cares about me. Sign me right up. You see, they're going about this all the wrong way. If they want young people in their in their late teens and early 20s to sign up for the military right now sell the chance of dying as a selling point you're all fucking yeah. depressed sign up for the military you might die or you might come home a hero yeah i mean which which is worse pick your poison or which is better uh the time that i almost signed up it was specifically because i might die so mm. there's that like i've never I've never in my darkest darkness thought about joining the U S military because uh, not because I don't respect the military, but because I don't respect the people that don't go do it like myself. Like there, there's all the stories about the people coming home from Vietnam being called baby killers and all that shit. And when the Iraq and Afghanistan wars are breaking out, it was like, we got to support our troops. We can't let them come back to that. And it's like, well, you fucking people did that. Like people like, uh, Susan Sarandon, you said those things, and now you're fucking getting up on a platform and saying that we can't, we have to treat our troops well. Why don't you get fucked forever? Why don't you get in a fucking space capsule and then fuck diddle yourself a- as you fly straight into the fucking surface of the moon? Uh, it, I like it's so two faced too. Like our culture will, our culture will hold them up as like vaunted uh, heroes, and then we do nothing to like so. Let's say you do find some golden nugget of getting into the military and by some miracle you get out unscathed. We will we don't treat our veterans with any respect after the fact. Like the VA, everybody's like, oh, we need to have socialized medicine and single payer health care. It's like, yeah, you know who has that? The VA. Do you know what's fucking awful? The VA. It's like everybody, everybody has a story and either they were, they're a service person that has had to go to the VA and has been miserable, or they are family, friends or family of someone who's has to go deal with the VA. And they're just like, yeah, this is the worst fucking healthcare system on the planet. And, and we're just, we just accept that. Like we are about to, they're about to pass another fucking hundred trillion dollars in spending. And, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene wants to put in a thing to ban porn from the internet. And it's like, yeah, that's totally going to work this time, Marjorie, you fucking cunt. Like, why don't you put in, why don't you put in there a trillion dollars for the VA? Just w- what's there to lose? Who's going to fucking vote against it? That's the thing is like those kinds of things never come up because who could possibly argue against it? You're going to go on the, the floor of Congress. Yeah. I'd like to put a trillion dollars in the, uh, in the budget for the, the veterans affairs administration so they can have the best doctors on the planet. What is some fucking Senator from California going to get up and be like, Oh no, fuck those people. I hate our troops. It would 
fucking passed instantly, unanimous, signed by the president. Who's going to fucking turn it down? Why don't I'll they do you. it? Because they don't fucking want to. Because they don't care about you. They want to fucking shuffle money into other stupid bullshit things. They want to fucking make a... The, Marjorie Taylor Greene knows that that won't pass. That there will you, You'll never ban pornography from the internet. But she puts that shit in there so that she can go home and be like, I tried to put unlimited... Por- I tried to ban pornography from the internet because I'm a conservative woman. And then everyone's going to go like, yay, we love censorship when it's something we agree censoring. Uh, but meanwhile, not one fucking person can stand up there, get up in front of Congress and be like, Hey, what we're doing is fucked. Here's a, here's a bajillion dollars, unlimited money. The veteran, no, not going to do it. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. You go out there and fight and die for global homo. You fucking die with your fucking face in the shit in some shithole country that not one fucking person in the, in this country gives a shit about fucking nation building all across the, the world. A bunch of people who don't fucking want us there, but we'll take every fucking cent we have to spend to keep the their fucking shithole nations up and running. You're going to go fucking do that. When you come home, get fucked. Uh, we don't give a shit about what you did. That doesn't count towards your employment. Oh, you want health care? Why don't you get a job, you fucking loser? We got... It's it's so fucking ridiculous. And then, <laughs> and then they get up, then they fucking pause this fucking concert. And do you know who is at this concert? Not a bunch of young fucking teenagers. Bunch of fucking boomers who still think the military stands for something, bunch of fucking pause the concert. By the way, you can join the Air Force. You can join the Air Force today. There's there's forums right here. You can join the Air Force. And, and, you know, I play with this this marching band. Ted, if I'm fucking getting pitched by the audio engineer on the show, that I could join the Air Force as an audio engineer, which is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard of. But yeah, I looked into it, and there is a listing right here. Well, it's actually in Illinois, but it's just across the river, right here in this area. I go fucking join as an audio engineer, go across the river, and become an audio engineer for the U.S. Air Force. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Wouldn't pay fuck all. It pays fuck all. It's like, well, my job, like, in order, I looked at the numbers. In order to make the same amount of money that I make now, if I were to join the Air Force, I'd have to become a major. And it's like, well, that's not fucking happening. No, and that's just to break even with where I am at this very moment. That's not to say what happens in, in four years when I, as I continue to learn and grow, it's like, no, that's a, that's a fucking net loss. My guy, I would rather get fucked. If you join the air force, you don't even have a solid chance of dying. What would be the that's point? true. That is true. Yeah. Like you're, you're not going to go be an audio engineer in Afghanistan. Well, no, that's the thing is like with the numbers so low, all those fucking trumpeters and air, and audio engineers and shit, when shit gets real bad, they're going to be like, uh, hey, you know how we told you you could play the flute while you're here? Well, uh, what about play instead of playing the, instead of the, the flute, <laughs> we gave you a, a rifle and instead of playing it, you shot at some uh, Russians in the fucking Ukraine. Uh, how about... Murder. No. How about no on that? You're a percussionist, right? Well, a mortar is kind of like a percussion instrument. If instead of like hitting it with sticks, you dropped a thing in the hole and wind exploded over there. It's like the best kick drum in the world. It's it's so it's mind boggling to me. It's mind boggling where we've come to and like our country used to be really proud of the fact that we were an entirely volunteer based military and all that. Until things got have started to go south and i don't know i kind of feel like i feel like i might be we might be seeing another draft in our lifetimes you've you passed the you've passed the mark i i think the oldest you can enlist is 45 and i'm 40 39 
I'll be, is it? Yeah. Oh, I used, when I was a kid, it was, it was 45. So yeah, I'm already too old. So God bless them. Do it and let, start the draft. Have fun, buddy. I'm not fucking going. I'm not fucking fighting for global homo. You're getting drafted. Fucking throw my ass in Leavenworth. I ain't doing <laughs> shit for you people. You think you think you thought Maxwell <laughs> Q Klinger was was crazy? I will show you crazy. We're gonna find Tab down in Paraguay with Joel, trad Catholic, and all of it. It's like, well, it's better than fighting for global. And you two having your conversations down there. Uh, yeah, that'll work. I, I I can never go Catholic. Nor could I. But anyway, um, yeah, that's uh. Although I, I, I probably would have fun going down there hanging out with him on his compound. I'd go to mass yeah. with him. I go to mass with him. I'm just I'm just not a religious type. I don't I don't believe in the religious stuff. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway, what else have you got about uh, enlisting in in 2023? Uh, just that I it I don't I that's like this is a true hundred percent don't get I do not like I would love to stand outside the enlistment center with a microphone and just be like. You know, as people come out and be like, did you enlist today? And then just ask them why and just interview people to try and understand like what drives them. You see, you said a microphone and in my head, I heard a megaphone where you were just going to wait for people to come out the door and be like, you giant faggot. Uh, the global homo wants you dead. They hate you and want you dead. By signing up for the armed forces, you are giving into global homo. Do not give into global homo. Normally I'd be giving this speech in a beer hall, but we don't have any beer halls nearby. So I'm doing it in the parking lot of this army recruitment station. If you get what I mean. Yeah. And then I would go into more details, more, more of my beer hall pitch. Hence my Bavarian vice beer today. There you go. You can see through the label. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm in front of a green screen and this is yellow and I guess that's green enough. Just green enough. There's the title for the episode. It's a light beer. Okay. Light in the loafers beer. You can see right through it. Oh, okay. I missed the joke. (laughs) These are dad jokes, everybody. Uh, Well, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for... This episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by... Well, Buck, I've got some news stories here. These are from our buddy Alex. Uh, Speaking of Bavarian Weiss beers and beer hall pitches, a huge $6.8 million cocaine haul was seized this week. And the way that they identified themselves, like, we've all seen... You know, they'll like ecstasy and they'll put like a, a little cartoon character or something. And, you know, super troopers, they use Johnny Chimpo to mark their. Yeah. Um, well, these guys have their own type of of logo. It is, of course, the Nazi <laughs> swastika. <laughs> and the bricks, the bricks are stamped with the word Hitler. <laughs> well, how can I get mine? Uh, this is, this is from Tim's homeland too. photos released by the Peruvian national police show two agents, one on a ladder wearing gloves as they appear to be searching a large shipping container. Uh, there are 50 packed things of Nazi cocaine. So, you know, they won, they, they lost the battle of world war two, but they seem to really be coming back. These Nazis, um, yeah, this, this article basically just describes the thing, the pictures, but, uh, Peru's National Commission for Development and Life Without Drugs revealed the country's cocaine production has been on the rise and has played a large role in fueling a cocaine boom across the globe. According to the report, cultivation of coca, the plant used to produce cocaine, is expanding across the Earth's rotational axis. Yeah. 
So, uh, so yeah, Tim's Tim's uh, homies back there in Peru are they're making cocaine. You know what I love about this story? I had this theory a few years ago. I might have talked about it on the show. I might not have. But you know when everything got compared to Hitler, I made mm-hmm. I did make the joke about literally Hitler. Yeah. But um, I just I kind of had this feeling like there's going to be a pushback to where people are just going to openly embrace Nazism. Yeah, because, here it is. Just just because it's naughty and you're not supposed to. And then eventually it would kind of come full circle. It was like Hitler was just considered based. Yeah. There. So did you, the U-Haul that ran the white house a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. we, we all saw the photo, the, the nicely unfolded Nazi flag outside the U-Haul because, you know, every time I commit crimes, I carry my Nazi flag around and it's good. yeah. What, what astounded me, uh, what astounds me about every one of these where they're like, one, it's like a perfectly crisp folded Nazi flag. It, it Like it's never been taken out of its package. Yeah. But also I cannot express to you, Buck, how difficult it is to get a Nazi flag. I cannot. I, I, as, and this is as someone who tried because like you said, the whole, like, it's just Nani. I, I read, you know, one of the dozens of articles every time they do like, a theater group does cabaret or the sound of music or fucking they do a TV show about Nazis or some shit. They, um, they're always, they will then do an article when the show ends patting themselves on the back that they destroyed all the Nazi paraphernalia that they had made for the show as like a, we made this and then we unmade it. Aren't we so great? And I was, and I was like, well, surely there's gotta be a place where I can just buy Nazi flags. If if they just, if people just have them and there's not, can't buy them on Amazon. You can't like go to nazis.biz.us and buy Nazi flags. You have to go fucking deep into the internet to find places to buy Nazi flags. And then of course I didn't buy one because I was like, well, that's probably a fed, <laughs> probably a fed trying to sell me a Nazi flag. Wait, is, it, so, is it a crime to own one? It's not a crime to own one, but I'm sure it puts you on a list. But I, whenever I see people with them and Listen, they're like, look, look at the right with their Nazi flags. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. Like I can get the fucking this, the Canadian red ensign, Joel's Nazi flag from his country that's been banned and my fucking videos all fucked up again. Uh, I can get that flag on Amazon. No problem. But you can't get a Nazi flag. So that's that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you can find one somewhere. I'm sure yeah. there's like reenactment societies where you can find them. Uh, gun shows. Gun shows. I looked I'm at the last gun show I went to. None. Because I haven't been to a gun show in probably 15 years, but the last I go gun to a gun show, show every day, Buck. <clears throat> Dad jokes. Yeah. Um, so the last gun show I went to, not only did it reek of BO and onions, but there was Nazi paraphernalia, honest to God, swastikas everywhere. And it was hilarious. Nice. And it was from a historical context. They were like selling M1 Garands and and like maybe I should go to a smaller gun show than the one I did. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe you should go to one in North Carolina. I mean, mm. you know, maybe like I said, that was probably 15 years ago, and it was weird, and I got really nauseous while I was there. So it it is what it is. When I say the 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 stench of bio and onions, I am not joking. <laughs> it smelled exactly like fat people and spring onions everywhere I went. It was it was really odd and baloney. Like that really slimy bologna that you get from like a corner store. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, <clears throat> let me pop this up and see if I can track what's going on. 
a Washington state man was hospitalized and suffered for at least, and suffered at least four seizures after drinking fluid for sports cars that he mistook for an energy drink. Now, you know, the, the NOS, the, the energy drink. Yeah. Yeah. This guy draw drank like actual nitrous oxygen, nitrous oxide for his, for a car. Laughing he's yeah. Which I don't really know how he drank it. Cause I would think that it would become a gas Vapor. when you opened it. Um, Maybe if it's still super cold and you just you just, ch- you just pound it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is going to come with changing laws about being able to buy nitrous oxide for your car because this one guy is so fucking stupid. I hope not. I think I think stupid people should be allowed to to work themselves out. Oh, I do. I do too. Uh, urine tests revealed the presence of cannabis in the system as well as drugs typically used for anxiety or insomnia. So, uh, though the patient had no prescription or past medical history. So the real thing is like a guy drugged out of his mind, did something stupid. Not, this isn't like some guy just walked into the, the auto parts store and was like, ah, an energy drink. Delicious. Like this guy was stoned out of his mind. (laughs) And of course they bury that in like six paragraphs to, to be like, this, this could happen to your kids. Are there things underneath your kitchen counter that could kill your kids? Do they have pirate flags on them so kids think it's cool to drink? Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I hate I hate the news, basically. That's where that one goes. Yeah, I don't uh, have much for that one. Now, I know, I know we're, we're you and I are both worried as, as uh, staunch anti-racists that BLM is about to be going under. Right. You heard about this, that BLM, they, so they, despite billions in donations or millions in donations, they, they are now almost out of money and they're about to go bankrupt. I don't believe it. Well, no, they they are almost out of money. For now. It takes one check, one check from, um, Joe Biden. I was going to say George Soros, but I was trying to gauge whether or not that was going to get us banned from YouTube. But anyway, it would take one check from the Jews to get them back up and running again. And did you say, um, did you say the juice like OJ? Yeah, they're definitely the juice. <laughs> it would take one check. Hey, hey, everybody, it's your boy, the juice here to support <laughs> Black Lives Matter. <laughs> like that. I mean, that- if you think about it, if you think about it, that is a good <laughs> partnership because like OJ killed his ex-girlfriend and yeah. Black Lives Matter has killed dozens of people across the country. And OJ's so, black. So obviously yeah. he wants to support uh killing white women. So um he wants well, to Well the bad news for BLM doesn't doesn't end there. Uh BLM co-founder Patrice Colors was axed by Warner Brothers after failing to produce any of the content she promised, which is insane to me that she she uh i didn't even know that she had been hired by warner brothers i didn't realize warner brothers warner brothers hired a nobody to produce content like fucking hire me then man i'll produce something but then you know again it'll be better than anything else coming out right now in in pure black lives matter form formula took a bunch of money produced nothing and is now just running away with it so I have this this uh, this harebrained scheme just popped into my head. I mm-hmm. think you and Tim and I and maybe Joel, uh, include Tony if you like, should all create some sort of a show that like okay. write a, write a script something. Just come up with some sort of idea, fund it privately, and just like and it will be better than anything on regular television. And then we just put it out there, and it never gets recognized, and it's just money wasted. But like we because we're it. all white men, yeah. 
especially Tim. Um, we'll just do that. And uh, no one will ever recognize it and it will, it will get swept under the rug, but we, at least we will have the, the, the self pride of knowing that we did something better than someone else did. Yeah. Uh, Warner brothers is not reporting the amount of money paid to colors to do nothing, but given the fact that she was promised to produce multiple series and movies for WB, you can assume it was a huge deal. Uh, she said that she was working on documentaries on how the idea of land back in which the native Americans have former tribal lands returned could work as reparations. And other was on black social mobility in the U S so right on target colors also said she was working on a scripted project about marijuana and others on female black leaders and what she called the toll of life under a system that doesn't see us or makes us hyper visible and also hyper invisible at the same time. I'm just glad that the, the writer then uh, editorializes and says, I'm just glad the shows never got made because if they did actually get made, we might have to do stories about them. Watch the clips and write about it for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, things I can't say. I've got one last story here from uh, Dad Cucks. Angela Adams hadn't pooped for a week and she was getting desperate. The 47-year-old nurse in Florida had been on the popular weight loss drug Wegovy for about a month and finding one of its side effects, constipation, constipation for just as long. But in March, it got to be the worst. It got to the point where it was kind of scary. My stomach was hurting and I was in pain. She tried stool softeners, milk of magnesia, uh, and at some point, anyway, her and, and then... <laughs> Hence her induction to the shit on the bed club, a not particularly exclusive society, begrudgingly named by some of the takers of semaglutude, the generic name for weight loss drug Wegovy and diabetes drug Ozempic. Apparently Ozempic will cause you to eventually shit yourself. And uh, this person isn't alone. On social media, users have found solace by swapping embarrassing moments anonymously. One Reddit, Reddit thread people on semaglutide it tactfully called it sleep shits. I shit myself while sleeping. So, you know, <laughs> rather than, I don't know, fucking going for a walk, these people are taking weight loss drugs to try and get, get the fat out of their system, but instead are just shitting their pants. And it's like, this is where we are as a society. We'd much rather shit our bed than do anything to change our lifestyle choices. So I'd like to take a time to recognize this week's sponsor, Rubber Bed Sheets. Yes, that's right. From Rubber Bed Sheets. Anyway. The original the original sponsor of the Gay Butt Sex Hour is now the sponsor of Ozempic. Rubber Bed Sheets. Uh, anyway. That could go well, real south real fast. That shit's real gross. I would not ne- yeah, just like every time they have those drugs and they like list all those side effects, you're like, I don't fucking know about that shit. I'm I'm kind of happy with my life not being filled with me shitting my bed. Maybe I could maybe I could like stop eating ice cream for every meal. Yeah. Or like, you know, get up and walk somewhere. <laughs> go, do literally anything. Yeah. Go go do your laundry. The News Network. Shit. Sorry. Too loud. Yeah. I was I was tensed up to push the button and then I shifted my weight and accidentally pushed the button. So you shit the bed. Yeah, I did shit the bed right there. Well, this has been the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. That takes care of our legal obligations this week. You know it doesn't take care of Buck. Black market Nazi flags. 
And if you want to help us get some black market Nazi flags, you can visit us, visit us at subscribestar.hwidg, tip.hwidg.com, and patreon.com slash hwidg. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you access to our early access to each, to each week's episode, plus our mini-sodes. We have our $2 tier. We throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. We have our $5 tier where we do our bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We drop the hate and talk about what's great. Buck and Chaco did one of those a couple weeks ago. We have our $10 tier where you submit a film, you vote on what film we watch, and we watch and record a feature in the commentary. And then finally, we have our $50 spite producer tier where you get a say in the show as a spite producer if you want a special guest on or a format change or to ban a voicemailer, ban someone from the Discord, or change the rule, the format of the show for a couple of weeks. Anything that your heart desires uh, that we can reasonably fulfill, we will do so. We want to say thank you to all our patron supporters, big and small. Without your generous support, Buck would not have his octo pre thing and i would not have this lovely copy of rhinestone soundtrack on eight track yeah this was a uh, this is a memorial day special as it was as it was meant to be heard eight track but anyway weird let's get back to some issues what is your last issue for this week buck all right here's what i don't get timeshare commercial peddlers so you know what a timeshare is yeah, you uh, you pay a bunch of money every year to have access to a cabin at the most worst times of year. That you don't use. Yeah. And so Aunt Buck and I just celebrated our 12-year anniversary. Um, yesterday, as a matter of fact. But last weekend was when we took our trip. Uh, we take at least uh, every couple of years. We'll go out to Tennessee to uh, Pigeon Forge, which is in Sevierville, right there next to Gatlinburg. And there's all sorts of fun little things. It's a, it's a tourist trap, right? It's a tourist yeah. trap. I suspect and, I suspect that that might be the actual place where the film Rhinestone was filmed. Well, it is right next to Dollywood. Speaking yeah. of which, a quick aside, we went to the the Stampede, Dolly uh-huh. Parton, which used to be called the Dixie Stampede before they virtue signaled and decided to drop Dixie from their name. So uh-huh. I hate them for that. Um, also, uh, the, their ticket prices went up, but they eliminated their pre-show. There used to be this little bluegrass band that would do a pre-show. Uh-huh. And uh, oh look, we got a over here. Um, there would be a little pre-show, this bluegrass band. It was a really good show, and it was part of the fun of going to the Dixie Stampede. And during COVID, they stopped doing that, and it's just gone now. And like the ticket prices didn't, the ticket prices did not go down. So when we walked into the little saloon area before the show, expecting to see Biscuit and his bluegrass band, we saw like some animatronic bears sitting on a piano. And I was like, what the fuck is this? What in God's name is going on here? They sell alcohol now. That's their that's their big thing. Oh, we sell alcohol now. Who cares? It's a family thing. I don't want to be blitzed out of my mind watching horses. Okay, so let's just that's because you love your family. Most people don't love their family. I didn't even have my kids there. It's just me and Aunt Buck. We were there oh. for our anniversary. We we're there to fuck. So anyway, um <clears throat> at the Dixie Stampede. And that's there to get of- a third kid. No, 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 no. I'm way too old for that shit. So anyway, um, uh, so, uh, as is our tradition, when we go, we'll always stop in the Walmart as we pull into Sevierville before we go up to our little cabin that we get to, to grab some essentials and lube. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, we don't need that. So anyway, um, uh, and every it's 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 been this way in the past, but now it's especially egregious. You can't go into any storefront anywhere without somebody standing off to the side peddling 
this little timeshare commercial they want you to go to. Now, when yeah. I say timeshare commercial, let me let me regale you because we've actually done this twice. Uh, they say, hey, would you like to have like a like free tickets to the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum? Or would you like to go have a free meal at Rio's, which is actually in Myrtle Beach, which is a churrascaria, which I learned about through Joel. So anyway, um, would you like to, and you're like, of course, you're like, I'd like a free meal. What's the downside? All we want you to do is go sit through a small presentation about this, that, and the other through this company. And they're like, oh, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll spend an hour sitting, watching a commercial, whatever. It's not an hour. It's four. It's four mm. hours in a hard sell pitch about, and when I say hard sell, so you, you sit there and you're like, you know what a timeshare is, but they give you this three hour long pitch about what timeshares are. And they never call it that. Uh, and then like how this system is revolutionary, how it's going to change oh, your what life. Do they, what do they call it? They call it uh, mm-hmm. like a, a mutually Premium. invested yeah, vacation. Like an, yeah, like a vacation <laughs> package. And you have different <laughs> tiers that you can buy. And it's all, it's, it's, it's like calling um, a pyramid scheme multi-level marketing. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's not the same thing, but it is. They're so, churching um, it up. <clears throat> yeah. So we did this twice, once not knowing. And then the second time we were bored and we were like, well, we want, like, a, that was the time we got to go to Rio's. That was cool. Because that was like an $80 meal. So that time it was worth it. But um, it's. $80 each or $80 total? For the two of us. Uh, Rio's is like 40 bucks a pop. And, but like, like I said, the Tarascaria is where they, they keep bringing the meat out and you just eat and eat and eat and eat yeah. until, until you look like me and, and you're morbidly obese and make jokes about joining the military to die. So anyway, um, we, uh, so we, we're kind of over it now because four hours, when you have like two days to spend without your kids yeah. and to try and, and like find time to bone, but also to like do things fun together as a couple, because you've been on third shift for months and you literally don't see each other, but maybe 15 minutes a day. So you're kind of trying to make the most of your weekend. And this little motherfucker is up your butt. Every time you go in any store, he's like, Hey, 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 sir. Can I tell you about, can I tell you about like, no, shut the fuck up. You little prick. Let me shop in peace. And then they'll, and what's weird is they know the locals. So they won't bug the locals. Yeah. And so I tried, I did my best to like find some locals to like sneak in past the little dude. He still picked me out. It's like, what is it going to take to get this little faggot to leave me alone? Am I going to have to resort? Did he have flyers? Oh, yes. Oh, you you got to take the flyer from him, take him and be like, oh, yeah. And then just throw it right on the ground in front of him and be like, actually, can I have one of those? And do, and then, and until, yeah. Yeah. Until he's afraid to give it to you. And then, and then you go on. Yeah. Or, or just take the whole stack out of his hand and then throw it in the trash. Just carry a small incinerator in a backpack and just like one of those camping stoves, you know what I'm talking about? The little pocket rocket stoves and just just throw it right in there. I would go, I would go to the, the four hour thing and just ruin it. Just ruin it. Well, I did, but, um, and they, like, I don't know, it's the hard sell at the end was also the worst part because then the guy sits you, it's like the guy who was clearly like a quarterback back in high school and a used car salesman. And this is a part time gig on the weekends. And so he sits you down and he's got like his he, and the guy's like 250 pounds. And you can tell he like he used to be a linebacker or something. He puts he puts his hands like this. So what's which package do you want today? Like, I don't I don't want any package. So you just wasted our time with this four hour with this whole presentation and these tickets that we're giving you to Ripley's Believe It or Not Wax Museum, like, yeah, yes. I wasted your time. 
well, why don't you want vacation packages? Like, because at the time we're like, we were saving up for a house. He's like, well, then why are you on vacation? I was like, none of your fucking business. Go back to peddling cheap cars, you son of a bitch. So anyway, so they don't allow me at that one anymore, but that one's at Myrtle beach. So it's fine. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I don't get. Those guys, they're everywhere. They're ubiquitous. They're as bad as they're those not, guys. That they're not everywhere. They're in they're in specific areas. Like they're in the places like Myrtle Beach, the yeah. tourist traps, or Sevierville, or uh, the Branson here in Missouri is a big one where people will do that. And so, yeah, you'll see the like Orlando is a big one. You'll see the signs that are like get free tickets and to to different events, and then you got to go sit through their little pitch. My um, trucking and tucking, I think, just went to one of those as just something to do one weekend. So like, uh, I would I I kind of want to go to one now, and I want to go and and I want to be I want to like short circuit the guy's brain. Well, when he, when they get to the when they get to the hard press and they're, and they're like, yeah, do you want this? It's like, no, I don't. I don't actually want the tickets either. I just wanted to waste your time because every second you spend talking to me is one second you can't con a grandmother out of retirement savings, thinking that oh, you spend money to like go on vacation in the same place every year. I go to vacation different places every time I want to go on vacation. That's why vacation packages don't work for me. You fucking moron. Yeah, um, I don't go into the specifics. It was basically like you had to. A, a significant chunk of money off of this particular chain of hotels in different places at certain times of the year. So it wasn't strictly a timeshare, but it was a timeshare. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, it was a distinction without enough of a difference, I guess. So um, these guys, I don't know if you remember me bringing this in on the show before, but those little phone peddlers that would hang out at like Walmart. Mm-hmm. Remember me talking about that before? Yeah. And like, I Aunt Buck finally started like grabbing me by the arm to usher me past them when they would start because I would just I would just start hurling obscenities at them as soon as I saw them and just just whatever like I would just pick out whatever it was about them something to identify them like you red shirt fuck you motherfucker I hope you get killed on this away mission you son of a bitch so anyway um and uh, she kind of started doing the same thing with me with these guys when she knew what was coming and she saw that that look that I get whenever I'm about to start yelling at people. She just like grabbed me by the arm, like, come on, let's just keep going. Let's keep going. Yeah. The home uh, phone guys, the, the, <clears throat> the pop-up kiosk people anywhere you go. And they're like, who's your, who's may, sir. May I ask who your internet provider is? No. no, I had someone come knock on my fucking door the other day. And they're like, sir, do you know about whatever the name of this school was? And I said, no, because I'm a single man. I don't have any kids. And they're like, oh, that makes sense. Can you give this flyer to to someone who does Somebody have kids? kids? I don't fucking know anybody here. I fucking don't even know my na- neighbor's name. I do know my neighbors, but I was like, I don't fucking know anybody here. I'm not going to fucking not- pitch a school to someone else. You go do your fucking job. I'm not like, doing you, your- you don't have to be you don't have to be mean. I'm like, you fucking woke me from a nap. Fuck you. Get the fuck off my porch. And then he like fucking stormed off down to the next house, up the thing, knocked on the door. You need like a spitball gun to just hit him every time he goes to someone else's house next to you. Yeah. Like from your upstairs I, window. I should have stayed <laughs> on my porch until the, the other, he, cause like, so our, our, my street, the houses are all like right in line. So I stand mm-hmm. on my porch and I look left and I'm just looking into my neighbor's porch. I look right. I'm looking at the other neighbor's porch and that's where he was going was the next one up. And I should have just stood there until he opened the door. And the second he opened the door and be like, it's a scam. It's a scam. But I was like, I really wanted to go back to, I back was to taking nap. like yeah. a nice nap when my doorbell rang. Fucker. <clears throat> yeah, I get it. I get it. Well, at least he didn't ask if you were Jonathan. 
That is true. He didn't ask me because uh, I'm not Jonathan. What? How many people do you think fall for that? I mean, fall for what? Jonathan? Fall for the no, no. Fall for the pitch. How many? So you're in a room with like 80 people, right? And then they pull you all aside, one little group at a time. To you know, couples, maybe a couple and a couple of kids or something. And they try and hard sell you. It has to be enough to justify the effort because yeah. It, like it, it, it's like for one of them we went to, they fed us breakfast. It was gross and it was like, mm. it was worse than the continental breakfast at a hotel, but they fed us like these gravy biscuits that clearly came out of a can and there might've been some grapes or something, some French toast. And then like we went and there was like a plate of cookies in one of the little hotel rooms that we went and looked at. So there has to be enough people who take up, who, who take up on the offer that, that it justifies the expense. Yeah, time. so so you know, what are the packages? A thousand bucks. I don't remember. Three, three, you know, two two thousand bucks, let's say, for a package, you know, where you can go on vacation once a year. And you know, you're you're paying the salesman gets commission, and this is probably not their full-time job. So they're they're just looking for some fun money. And you gotta figure, like, if I'm that kind of guy, I wanna make I wanna make a thousand dollars a weekend. If he's getting ten percent, he needs to sell five packages a weekend to to justify his time at least. But then yeah. the cost of the company. So the tickets are 80 bucks. Obviously they have some kind of agreement with the hotel to get the lower prices. That's what you're buying into. So, you know, hotel room, a hundred bucks a night for, you know, three day stay and then whatever event you're going to kind of deal. So you gotta, you gotta think that coming out the other side, they're, you know, they're recouping, you know, a thousand to 1200 bucks, 1400 bucks per sale if the sales are $2,000 and that has to pay the, the, and that covers the expenses of your ticket and your, whatever the cost of your actual vacations are. Well, and so like, so they, they have to get, they have to get like uh, 20 or 30 people a day to be like, yeah, this sounds like a great deal. Well, so also the places they give you discounts to, they're in on it too, right? Yeah. Like, like Rio's, I guarantee that they, that your meal doesn't cost them $40. No, of course not. So they will take a a, a couple it's of like dollars. It's like the Groupon. Hit. That's the other yeah. thing. It's like Groupon exists now. Like I like so next week I'm going to go visit my sister in, in Portland, and I got an, I stayed in an Airbnb because I found an Airbnb that's like literally right around the corner in the same neighborhood that she is. So like I don't I'm not going to rent a car. I'm just going to go ride with her. I'll Uber over to there and then walk over to her place and we'll we'll go spend some time together. But like. It, my my Airbnb is like forty dollars for four nights, so it's like one hundred twenty bucks and maybe one hundred sixty bucks after all of the the taxes and fees and everything. And then my plane ticket was fucking two or three hundred dollars. Like this whole vacation, just to get there and back, is has only has cost me less than five hundred bucks. And so I did all this work this weekend to to like build up. I have you know when I get back, I'll get all these checks for this work. So it's like, yeah, whatever dinner we're going to go get, whatever events we go see or, or museum, whatever we have to pay for, I'll pay for. But even that, I, I can't imagine that that's going to cost me more than another 300 bucks. So we're talking about maybe on the top, on the high side, $800 for a, a simple vac, like a, basically a weekend getaway type vacation. Yeah. And these people want to want you to do two grand or whatever in order to get that. That's just like, well, but they justify it by selling you this lifestyle that you don't live. Well, that, you know, yeah, you could go true. on four or five vacations a year. Who has PTO for five vacations a year? Yeah. 
Yeah, I could you go know? on five five vacations a year if I didn't take vacations for the last five years. Well, if your job isn't the kind of place where they go, it's, if it's a use it or lose it. Because like the last job I had, you could only roll over like a hundred hours a year. Yeah. Well, even so, like there's PTO, and then they if even if you have your hotel room, that doesn't include all of the things you're going to go do while you're on vacation. You're going to go to a knickknack shop and buy tchotchke shit. You're going to eat out. So who can afford, I, I can't, um, I, I can't afford even, even if I stayed somewhere for free, the amount of like the gas to get there or the plane ticket to get there, the amount of stuff that you do while you're there, you're going to go do something like you're going to see a movie. You're going to go to some attraction, whatever it is you're at, uh-huh. you know, the, vacations other than just the housing are just expensive, man. Who other that's, than that's why they're asshole, worth it. Well, and who other than some asshole who's really rich can afford, and if you're rich enough that you can afford you're all the extras, packages. you're not buying that package. You're just going on vacation. You've got a boat somewhere, and you're, yeah, you know, you go to the weekend, or you go, to the, you drive to the beach twice a month, and and take two weeks of vacation every every couple of months or whatever. You know, it's just it's it's a it's predatory. It is predatory, and it's predatory from those little ambush motherfuckers who sit in storefronts and hit you with. Hey, would you like to go to Rio's for free? Why? And then suckers like me come by. Why? Yes, I would. And then you, man, I'm not even mad about the sales pitch. I'm mad about the four hours I spent there. Yeah. If they could, because think about it. If they had saved. That has to be a psychological thing. It must be. Uh, If they had just like walked in like, hey, watch a 20 minute commercial about what we do. We're going to spend 15 more minutes making you this hard sell. Uh, here's a plate of cookies while we're talking. Are you interested? If I was interested, that would be enough. Yeah. I don't like, so there's this weird expansion of how much time we're spending, like touring hotel rooms and talking about like, and like they have people that'll sit and talk with you about like, Oh, what kind of vacations would you like to go to? Oh, you have, you have grandchildren. What are your grandchildren's names? And they, this person like builds this rapport with you. It's all, man, it's, it's, it's they all just need to die. They do. And the the I'm I'm surprised the store's okay with like the Walmart is okay with a guy standing out there fucking badgering customers. They get a cut. Yeah. I guarantee you they get a cut. Or this the you know, the general manager of that specific store gets some kind of like kickback. Hey, we'll give you free tickets to Geno's every fucking week as long as you let our guy sit out here and and hawk his shit. And he won't bother regulars. He'll only bother the tourists. Yeah, I don't know. But like, it wasn't just at Walmart. It was like every, we tried to go into like, a, there's a little Christmas store because uh, Aunt Buck is really into Christmas and her dad's really into Christmas. And so it's like a Christmas shop all year round. And they, and of course, Aunt Buck's mom passed away. She wanted to get this little custom ornament made with, for her mom or whatever. And it was really special and it was really cute. Motherfuckers were sitting in there. Like there's Santa and his elves. And also, would you like to buy a vacation package? It's, uh, I just, yeah. So they have to be paying those people. They have to be paying those people hourly. I would think unless they're, unless their flyer has their name stamped on it and everyone you get to show up, you get like five bucks. That's the thing is like it. Hey, so when I was in middle school or early high school, 
There was this ad in the Tulsa world that you could go sell subscriptions. Like a guy would come pick you up from your house and take you to, over to some neighborhood and you could go sell subscriptions. And he'd rape you. Yeah. To the, yeah, to the Tulsa world. And I, I made it about two hours uh, of a four-hour shift or whatever it was because he took us over to East Tulsa, which is not the nicest neighborhood. Sure. And we're just going door-to-door knocking, asking if people want you know a subscription to the Tulsa world. And the answer is always no, because who the fuck wants the Tulsa world? And so I got pretty disheartened pretty quickly of people telling me no or just not answering the door. And and then he's like, well, you got to you got to pitch them. You got to sell them. And it's like, well, they don't they don't want it, man. They don't want it. I, I'm not the kind of person if you don't want a thing, if you don't want, here's what I don't get. I can't sell it to you. I that's not my mindset because I'm not a kind of, I'm not the type of person that if I don't want something, you can sell it to me. So I don't, I can't activate that part of someone's brain. Cause I don't have that part of my brain myself. So, but I do think that the type, the type of person that tries to sell someone like me, because I would think a good salesman would look at me and go you know, after a quick back and forth would realize I can't, <laughs> I can't move this rock. And would give up, but like those people will, will keep going. And I think that that takes a, like a super, uh, it takes evil. You have to have evil in your heart to be able to do that kind of thing (laughs) because it's one thing. I think advertising in general is evil, but, um, it's one thing to sell someone something that they need. It's another thing to be predatory and try and con someone into something that they don't want or need. Yeah. Like it's, it's one thing for, you know, them to advertise laundry detergent on TV and be like, gain has the best smell. Downy is the softest. Tide is the cleanest. Like that's all well and good. Those are things that people do need. They buy them. You make you will convince stupid people to change their brand based on your advertising. But like things like, oh, you need to buy this uh, luxury vacation package. Like that's not something anybody needs. You're, you're just scum. The yeah. people that call you and try and get you to buy a car's extended warranty that they'll never honor. Those people are scum. They're evil. Yeah. Also, their calls wake you up when you're on third shift. So that's my issue. That's a good issue. Uh, well, this has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tab Burt. I'm Uncle Buck. I'll catch you guys next week. <laughs> Bye-bye. If you want to call in the Here's Run Get Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us in the Discord under voicemail upload. Uh, we don't have any voicemails in Discord this week, but we do have some voicemails from the voicemail hotline. And I hope a bunch of them aren't that fucking lunatic who's calling with their grocery list because I'm not playing them anymore. Yeah, what I don't get is uh, those speeds enforced by aircraft signs that I... For whatever reason, on this little road trip I'm doing, it's like, I just, like, that's bullshit, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. You've seen those signs. Yep. Speed enforced by aircraft. Yeah. In theory, they're enforced by something like uh, something flying up high that can look down and see you passing by little white lines on the side of the road. Yeah. And then judge your speed by that. What they, if, they, if they meant business, they would enforce those laws with like an F-16. Yeah. I, yes. I it is it is real because my stepmom got uh, 
ticket enforced by aircraft <clears throat> pulled over pulled over way on down the line and it was like you got clocked by the air the airplane um that wasn't from sage i don't know why i thought that was from sage uh i, I mean I like if, one, they, if they if they really want you to not speed just pick one motherfucker a day and like just give them a jdam right through the hood of their car <laughs> boom speed again bitch uh speeding is not a crime uh, i'm just saying if they want to enforce the law speeding it, speeding should not be a law. There should be no law. It should just be like, just drive as fast as you want. School zone, fuck them. I we have red lights. We have methods of reducing speed that aren't uh, stealing from people. If the if the if the F sixteen or A ten and and his laser guided pickle doesn't doesn't hit your car because you went too fast, you just get away. Yeah, that should be. I the, think should be the, the game. I think the F sixteen should target exclusively cop cars. They're not going to target their own. Yeah, they should though. I, so, actually, what we, you, so then, what you have to do is every everyone has to dress up their car as a cop car. That's that's a good idea. Put one of those like you know three two eight on the top of your car and just drive around. Oh, that, that and then like when you see a cop car pulling someone else over, you pull in behind the cop car and pull them over, and then someone <laughs> else pulls in behind you and like it just. At, at what point does the madness resolve itself? And so every, there's this string of cop cars like a. Like a like a funeral procession going through town trying to pull each other over. Madness, chaos. Send your F sixteen now. All right, I've got one here that's actually for you from last week that we almost oh, wow. played, but then we didn't. Hey, this is Uncle Buck, uh, Dead Helm here, and uh, you left the thing about people not flashing their rights. Growing up in uh, Central California, man, um, you know nobody flashed their rights. Uh, cops were just assholes pull people over. And then the first time I went to my grandparents' house up in Yosemite when I was 12, they uh, flashed their brights. And I never understood the concept up until, oh, there's a cop around the corner and everybody's doing 70 on a two-lane highway uh, on the side of the mountain. So, yes, I absolutely feel it. And uh, back to uh, Tab. Also, you mentioned there was a uh, speed trap town and fuck those towns. Uh, town I moved to here in Texas is very much like that. Currently, uh You've got three cops set up in uh, whatever corner out in front of the fire station, at the biggest gas station in town, and at the church. And they're waiting because school's out to motherfuck people. And they did it yeah. last summer to me, and they're going to do it to lots of fucking people. They pulled over five motherfuckers today. And uh got to say, I feel for you there. Uh, stay furious. So the first mistake you made was growing up in California. The second mistake you made was growing up. You should have killed yourself immediately. <laughs> I'm joking. The, I did find out, I think on that episode, I said that I didn't know what the motorcycle sign was. It's padding your helmet twice. That's the signal for that there's a cop up ahead. So, and you usually get it from an oncoming guy. He'll be like, I just like you see a motorcycle guy, and instead of flashing lights, you stick your head out the window and pat your head twice and then flip them off. <laughs> Oh, I Good drove boy. so I I lost my keys to my motorcycle on Tuesday. I uh I was going over to a friend's house for their birthday. We were sitting on the back deck drinking after Joel and I recorded the episode. And so I got an Uber and I like ran upstairs to go get in the Uber and I could I have a key. I have like a single key to my house, and that's my like I'm not driving key. Mm -hmm. And so like when I fly, I'll put that key in my bag so that I can get back into my house when I get home instead of taking like a whole set of keys and, and risk losing it. Yeah. yeah. And so I couldn't find that key. And I like th the last time I used it, I didn't put it back in the key bowl, I guess. 
And so I was just like, oh, I'll just grab my motorcycle keys. So I grabbed my motorcycle keys and the guy's waiting outside and I'm, I was like in a rush. So rather than put them in my left pocket where I normally put them, I guess I put them in my right pocket and I got in his car and I pulled out my phone at some point, knocked the keys out of my fucking pocket and they were lost in his car for like two days. So I finally got him back on Thursday and, uh, I immediately went to a locksmith and had four copies made so that that never You can lose those around town and someone can steal your motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, but more importantly, I drove my car for those two days. I fucking hate driving a car now. It sucks. Everything about it. Like, I'm sure when it gets hotter and and I and it's like really hot, I'll be like, yeah, I'll drive again because the AC. But right yeah. now I'm just like it's the weather's been beautiful. I've been just fucking cruising everywhere I go. It's awesome. Yeah, North Carolina has done nothing but rain, so fuck you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. We sent that. <laughs> we sent it from here. Put our yeah, big I, yeah, I weather machine. The big, the big arch, it's actually an uh, Illuminati weather machine that keeps it from raining in the city of St. Louis. All these like rainstorms will come, and they'll get close to the city of St. Louis, and they'll kind of break in half and then meet back up in Illinois, just like completely purge around. It's really weird. Yeah, I want one of those. Yeah, you, you guys should build one. The Ark of uh, Statesville, the art, the state, state, Statesville well, we've Arch. Al- we've already got a three-headed witch painted in the city, the the Civic Center. So yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be nothing new. Build it even taller than than ours. Ours is twelve hundred feet tall. Fuck you, St. Louis. Our arch is a mile high, and I'm going to jump from the top of it. All right. Uh, That's all right. Uh, See you later, everybody. (laughs) See you. Bye.